Hi, everyone. Welcome to the show. This week, we're reviewing Chewy's on International Drive. Coming to you live from the Bob Varley studio in Orlando, Florida, you're watching The Trip. Episode 36 for the week of October 21st, 2015. The trip is brought to you by Dreams Unlimited Travel, experts at helping you plan the perfect vacation, whether it be theme parks on the West Coast, East Coast, or on the seas. Visit them on the web at www.dreamsunlimitedtravel.com. Hey everyone, welcome to this week's show, The Trip About Vacation. <laughs> I'm Jenny The Lynn. Trip. <laughs> It's one of those. Memes. You're Jenny Lynn. Yeah. And I'm Teresa. And it's Back to the Future Day. It is. Weirdness. What Weirdness. Were you, you were saying earlier that after this week, it's all over Facebook too. Yeah. After this week, all Back to the Future will be in the past. There won't be any future. It's kind of weird. It's kind of sad. Back to the Future was my first um, date with Kelvin. Classic movie. Classic. For a classic date. It was pretty classic. It was our first date. It wasn't a lot of talking. I think we went out to eat. I went to the movies. It was pretty silent. I would say that's about as classic as a first date as you can get. Yeah, it was hey, a you movie. know what? Who's that guy? Craig oh, hey, I'm in, in the, the back. back. Oh. Our producer. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, yeah. His name's Craig. Hey. It's actually pronounced Craig. 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 Yes, Craig. Like, it, like it is... Uh, uh, Craig. 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 It's gay. Craig. Give me some haggis. Did you bring your haggis for lunch? <laughs> I actually did, but that's uh, according to the censors, it's inappropriate to show that on screen. Oh, is it? Okay. Yeah. That's right. No yeah. eating in front of others. I do love some haggis. Um, yeah, Back to the Future. I, I actually might have worn this shirt back in the past, but <laughs> I couldn't. All my laundry's. I need to do laundry. But I had to go out with my laundry soap to do that. So, yeah. Well, are you guys going to watch the movie tonight together? I think you should. Oh, please, no. He's, he'll be in bed. He's guest, he has to work nights. Okay, so much I'll watch romance. it in, with the children. Oh, with the kids. <laughs> Forget the husband and the first date. None of that matters. We talked about it this morning, and he says, you bring that up every year on our anniversary. Well, I'm bringing it up a month early this year, dude. <laughs> I know you don't want to talk about it. It was a bitter first day. Early. All right, I'm done. Well, this week we are going to be talking about more than Back to the Future. We're actually going to be reviewing a restaurant, Tex-Mex restaurant on International Drive called Chewy's. Yeah, but I have an issue first. Almost got it. Almost got it. Okay, and it's political. Oh, dear. I don't know if I should go there or not. Oh, my gosh. Okay. And it's going to make me seem real shallow. Okay. All right. But Canada just Canada just voted in a new prime minister yesterday. Have you seen him? No. Okay, hang on. I'm pulling up the we're doing an image search now apparently. <laughs> oh no, it's already ready for you. Oh. Oh, oh my. We get old Trump with 30 feet of blonde hair wrapped around his head. This is like And they get Justin. His name's Justin. Justin ready to appear on Grey's Anatomy. Or oh, my something. gosh. <laughs> he looks I, like a TV star. <laughs> hey, he's young. What's that about? Why do we get... 
Why do we have old people? Is yeah. that what you're asking? Uh, well, the American political system deems that to become president, you must be at least 35 years of age. So technically, we could have someone young, but 35 is very young. You don't have that much life experience at that time. So can we really yeah, trust someone to run our government whenever they are that age? I, I just don't you know believe what? it. Canada's doing it, and they seem to have a fairly good, oh my, what a gesture. Don't do <laughs> Put the camera back on yourself and do that gesture. Uh, again, the FCC would not allow that on TV. <laughs> I don't know. I just woke up this morning to this all over my, all of my Canadian friends are all you know, ooh, look what we got. I was and, oh, look what you got. We got have a pretty prime minister and pretty money now. And we got Hillary and oh, we don't even have Joe Biden anymore. He He's not going to do I don't know. I'm just Are you depressed. It makes me all shallow. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> it is quite an issue. Presidential years always depress you me. You don't think that President Obama has a degree of attractiveness? I think so. Oh, he does? Yeah. He's very... But he's no Prime Minister Justin. I don't know. <laughs> well, there <laughs> you have a it. president named Justin. What's that about? Okay, I'm, I'm done. I'm just... Is it 35 or 40? No, I'm double thinking myself. I think it's I think 35. it's 35. Yeah. I think you were right no, on that. No, you're right. You're right. I mean, that makes sense to me. Because I think, uh, yeah, it was 35. I mean... You want the people ruling the government to have a degree of well, we experience. We want him to have life experience. Does this guy have any experience? Yes, he does. Well, he, what, he got his master's degree and he's ready to go? Or? His father was his father was the prime minister. Okay, point, so, so, you know, he... Uh, he's been there. Just, <laughs> I don't know. We have no reason to talk about this. And we have no... checkers we, in the, we have no degree to talk about building, this. So he knows what's going but on. But I just, I don't know. I'm in a mood. Move on. Move on. All What's right. Next? All right. We'll move on to a little bit of trip talk. He's so smooth today. I know. We are on track. Good for us. All right. So, Chewies. Chewies. We did this one day while we were running around on International Drive. We had a. I had never been there before. You had. I had. Had you been there before, Craig? Uh, I haven't been to the one on International until we were there, but I've been to the one on 192, which uh, you learned more about 192 last week when we talked about Old Town Why, also yes. on 192. So there's a Chewy's out there, too. Okay. Chewy's are actually all over the place from what I learned. And by so all over the place. So we're reviewing a chain restaurant. Yes. Okay. And yeah, I mean, not just in this area in Florida, but all over the country. Okay. I actually lost. I tried to count all of them because I was going to say there's 12, there's 15. No, I, li- I think I stopped counting once I hit 30. And then I was wow. like, I'm not counting these anymore. Why have I never heard of this before? It's a pretty, I guess, a, a pretty well-established Tex-Mex restaurant. And when it came to Florida, at least when an international drive came a few years ago, uh, that was all I heard about for a while. It was supposed to be the Tex-Mex destination. So cool. we uh, ventured over there one day after a morning of... Let's see, we went to Ripley's that day and we did miniature golf, didn't we? That was a busy day. Right. Right, and it's very conveniently located for Mm -hmm. that type of day if you're doing things and you can pop into Chewy's. It's within walking distance of quite a few things there on International Drive. The concept of it is fun and funky Tex-Mex in a place that is appealing is what they're, that's their mission. That's That's what they said? going for, yep. That's in a place that is appealing? A, an appealing atmosphere is how they worded it. Yeah. Wow. 
okay. Um, Sundays through Thursdays, it's open 11 a.m. to 10 p.m. And Fridays and Saturdays, it's 11 a.m. to 11 p.m. So it even closes kind of early. Is that early? For yeah. a weekend. Yeah. yeah. Um, what was the hours again? Sorry. 11 on weekends, 10 on weekdays. Mm, yeah, that's for especially for international drive. That's very early. Right. Yeah. It should be uh, at least open until... Uh, I would say at you know, least midnight. I would say midnight, yeah. I mean, they have a nice little bar area in there, too. So you think they'd want to keep that open for all those people who need a late-night margarita. Yeah, the Chihuahua bar. Yeah. Guess uh, they don't care. Okay, go on. Well, well um, what was your impression of it at first? We walk in. Oh, I liked it. I liked the atmosphere. I liked the decor. What the heck is that? Well, nothing says uh, great decor like uh, Albert Einstein dressed up in an Elvis jumpsuit right next to Queen Elizabeth. Queen Elizabeth dressed up as Elvis as well, right? It looks like it. Different Elvis. They have an Elvis fascination, by the way. Um, Chewy's has... To describe Chewy's atmosphere to me, it kind of comes across as eclectic junkyard. And just that's kind of what I, I think. I think that's why I felt at home. <laughs> why, why are you laughing? I just think you're really cute. Um, no, it was like I I could live with this stuff. I mean, I you know I don't. Yeah, I'm, that's me. Basically, I'm I'm okay with that. They try to make each um, different restaurant a little bit different than the others because they don't want everyone saying you know if you've been to one Chewy's you've been to all Chewy's so they each one has some distinct differences yet there are some staples that they use in every single restaurant so the first one would be the hand carved wooden fish that you always see hanging from the ceilings which are cute and hubcaps over the booths and then of course and there is an Elvis shrine in every single everyone in every single Chewy's yep so that's what I guess the, the Elvis fascination carries over. and uh, But it's like how, uh, all I could think was eclectic junkyard. I didn't know how else to describe this atmosphere. Do you guys have any other way or feel like I'm missing anything? No, it's very anything? eclectic. That's the first thing you notice. Oh, yeah. No, it's uh, it's definitely a fun restaurant. I, I like fun restaurants. Um, sometimes I don't like the food at fun restaurants because they think that they can get by on subpar food because, you know, it's just a nice inviting atmosphere. And, you know, I'm a, I'm a fan of junk on the walls, especially some weird junk. And this place uh, flat out has weird junk all over the walls. Um, but then on the other side of me, I'm, I'm a huge Elvis fan. Uh, to the point that I named wow. my dog Elvis. You're uh, in heaven, then. Oh no, I, I love everything for Craig. I love everything about this place, especially the Elvis touches in there. It's just, you know, it's it's one of those places that if you want to definitely stir conversation about your surroundings and everything in the restaurant, this is one of those places to do yeah, that. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, and that was your impression walking up, or I mean, yeah, I mean, I had no, I I, I did not do any research on this, so I had, did not know what to expect, other than it was Tex Mex. And um, I was pleasantly surprised when we walked in. One of the things I really liked about it was, um, in addition to the weird decor that they already have, they were very decorated for the holiday as well. So it was decked out with Halloween creepy Mm -hmm. weird stuff, skeletons and, um, I don't know, webs and... Day of the Dead stuff. Yeah, yeah. well, I guess that makes it easy for Mexican restaurants with the Day of the Dead theming. But it was definitely a, a cool little thing. And the staff, when we walked in, was pretty friendly. Oh, I thought We so. got seated right away, so that was, that was good. Yeah, it's all good. Um, the parking situation, it's easy 
it's good parking. It's right there next to the restaurant, but it's a little bit weird to try to find it because um, it's behind the restaurant and the restaurant faces right on International Drive. So you kind of have to, I'm used to thinking when I'm going to a restaurant, you turn in right where the restaurant is. You actually have to drive past it a little bit of a ways and then make a turn and then come all the way back around to find the back of the building. Well, it was like... It wasn't their dedicated parking. It was parking for whoever wanted to park back there. It was like communal parking or something. Yeah, for everything along there. Almost like a parking lot for like a grocery store or something. Yeah, like a strip mall. A strip mall Because it is. It's sandwiched right in between the escape game and I don't remember what the other building is on the other side. But it is squashed in there. It's not really, it doesn't feel like its own separate building. Right. So, you know, parking, there was abundance of it. So, yeah. There was a lot of it. It was just you had to actually put in some... Spend some brain cells trying to figure out how to get there. (laughs) And it's also important to note that it's not that far away from uh, the main Orlando Eye attraction and all of that. So uh, if parking was tough in that area, it's not an unreasonable walk to just park at their parking garage or even uh, the the King's Bowling Alley right there in that giant parking area right around Mm -hmm. there and then just walk over so because there are sidewalks it's very accessible from any of the hotels or wherever you might be Mm -hmm. in that area so people were walking all over the place and it's actually i i enjoy that idea i i went back there after we went with uh linda andrews so that i could get a a better feel for it i thought like i felt like i needed to go back and and try it again just to firm up my opinions about the restaurant and afterwards, we did. We walked to the iDrive 360 complex. It was a very easy walk, just minutes. And, and like you said, it was an evening. It was nice. The weather was great. And people were out. And it just was a very pleasant time. It's near the attractions. It's near shopping. Um, it's really well located, almost right on the corner of Sand Lake Road and um, International Drive. What did you guys think about cleanliness? Uh, I didn't see anything dirty. Yeah, I mean, in terms of restaurant, I think we did go into slow time, so it wasn't overly busy whenever we first arrived there. Mm -hmm. Uh, So, yeah, in general, the restaurant was clean, and I I didn't go to the restroom, so I can't even really comment on the state of that cleanliness, but I would say that it was... Uh, it was in tip-top shape, getting ready for the the rush hour of dinner that was oncoming because we were there for hours. Yeah, we were there for we were there for we were there a really long time. So, and it was I I felt like it was clean. You, it doesn't feel sterile by any means. I don't think, but it felt it felt really clean. And the bathrooms were clean. I think I actually do. You have the picture of it. Um, Oh, that that okay. Sorry, I didn't realize that that was the bathroom. It is a bathroom. It's very pretty and. Uh, festive. <laughs> I mean, a lot of that just has to deal with the fact that I would never walk into a bathroom and take a picture of it. Well, you know me. That's how I. Yeah, roll. JL. Rolls That's how that I way. do. So, well, I mean, I I just kind of feel like bathrooms are important. Um, so anyway, the bathroom was you know really clean. Again, we we did. You have go pictures in, of your bathroom at home. Um, when it's clean. <laughs> okay. Shall I post one on Facebook yeah, later today? Um. Anyway. Yeah, I thought that that was good. You didn't feel like you were walking in. There's things on the floor and all of that. that it was it was cool. It's also very kid friendly. They've got a kids menu. Mm-hmm. Do you? What's your kids menu? Yeah. Um, I thought the food was good. I thought um, there were children in there when we were in there. It's very yeah. It's very fam- family friendly because it's all up. Right. It's upbeat and 
Um, Mojitas, tacos. And there's no reason why well, kids would feel uncomfortable. I there. can let you know what the kids' menu is. The kids' menu has a kids' cheeseburger, kids' cheese oh, dias, uh, kid mini burrito, chicken nuggets, kid enchilada, and mini crispy tacos. And honestly, uh, for not having kids, just looking at those prices uh, and knowing their portion sizes, I think it's got to be a great deal for only $5 for a. Uh, any of those kids' meals and seeing the adult portions, it's got to be uh, it's got to be good. I would agree with that because we did have our portions and they were ginormous. I guess we'll get to that in a minute. But um, so, in addition to having the the kids' items for them to eat, they also provide you with coloring sheets and crayons for the kids mm-hmm. to you know keep themselves busy when they're sitting there. And it's not the type of restaurant where it's okay if the kids make a little noise. I mean, you know. You mean it is okay. It is okay, yeah. yeah it is yeah. okay. Well, they've got, you know, like pop music playing, top 40 right, music, whatever, right. um, playing. It's not a quiet restaurant by any right. extent of the imagination. And it's also a very casual restaurant. It's yeah. casual clothing, casual feel. And it's not uncommon to see, like, children with iPads in restaurants anymore. But I think this restaurant is the just the entire atmosphere in it. Uh, I, I don't think kids would even have a problem with getting bored and needing that, right. not like a, a fancier restaurant. Yeah, to you know, yeah, just very a lot of visual stuff. In fact, there were some creepy pictures we were. Yeah. Looking at. You remember them? One looked like Baby Pee Wee Herman, and yeah, it was creepy. <laughs> they had some very unique artwork hanging up. Baby Pee Wee Herman. Pee Wee Herman is a small child. And all different kinds of seating options for people to, you know take i don't know sit at high tops low tops booths and patio seating so you know accommodates everyone if you'd rather have a table you have to decide high or low booths if you prefer that and they do have outdoor seating it does not have wi-fi which is a bummer for me you know what step away from the wi-fi jl and enjoy the atmosphere well except that when we go out I'm usually posting pictures of us on Instagram and things like that. So my point is, is this is not a Starbucks where you're going to want to go by yourself and set up your laptop and try to get some work done while you're eating your tacos. Uh, you won't get any Wi-Fi there. So, uh, And I think it's even more important for uh, actual international guests who are very reliant on going to places that have Wi-Fi because that's the only way they can connect unless they spend the money to buy an international data. data. Yeah. Uh, so I know for a lot of people out there, that's where they really make their decisions on places that do have Wi-Fi. I mean, we do the same thing if we go on a cruise and we're in the islands. And if you go to a restaurant and you see no Wi-Fi, chances are you turn around and look for walk the one away. That does. Yeah. yeah. My current state of thinking that depresses me. What depresses you? That you gotta, you might decide on not to eat someplace because they don't have Wi-Fi. Well, I mean, except for I'm that's... feeling old school today. I'm feeling, <laughs> so. I'm feeling like you need to go back in time. I can't, I don't know. <laughs> I just feel like just eat your freaking food and pay attention to who you're with. You need to get the DeLorean and I'm just okay. Move on. <laughs> Move on. I mean, it's a, I don't look at it in a sense of because I need to sit there and scroll through Twitter or Facebook or anything like that. I don't I don't typically just sit there and go over and over in that. I just like having the option to want to use Wi-Fi so that way I'm not burning up my data whenever I'm sending text messages or doing anything like that. And that's that's where it gets important for me. Yeah. Um, and you know. I think, like you were saying, for that pro- probably comes more into play with international guests. And International Drive is a huge place where 
international tourists stay. Yes. There's a lot of international in that sentence. It's like they named it International Drive <laughs> For because they had a reason. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so let's talk about the food, the menu options. <clears throat> they like to describe their menu as a combination of flavors, recipes, and ingredients from New Mexico, Texas, the Mexican border towns, and the Rio Grande Valley. Also known as diarrhea in the making. Oh, stop. Sorry. Yeah, I just took your show down like three notches in maturity. You put us in the gutter. Why yep. did you do that? I'll, send, I'll bleep that out later. <laughs> well, so let's That's why the we, bathrooms are so clean. We, um... We ordered some appetizers first, right? We got the appetizer plate, I believe. Did we not? Yeah. We did get the appetizer plate. There it was. And it looks really great. And then Craig also got the chicken tortilla soup. Yeah. Uh, Well, in terms... Oops. Before we even really get moving on the chicken tortilla soup, uh, the picture... Of course, all the pictures will be up on disunplug.com on the show notes for this episode. Uh, This... The picture of this plate does not do it anywhere near justice this thing was massive um as a starter like this could almost be just an entire meal for a group of two or three if they wanted and just Agreed. get a little bit of and for a 10.99 for it. it's worth it. i don't i wasn't quite prepared for how large it was so it, it had did you want to <laughs> read what's huh? on it what? oh it had all kinds of food Nachos, quesadillas, guacamole, sour cream. It had a chili con queso. It had, what were those little tubular things? The Chicken flautas. T- yeah. Is yeah. that what those were? Mm-hmm. They were funky. They were okay. They were- but they were funky. I think that there was something going on with the chicken flautas that day. Because chicken flautas also came with my meal. And it didn't look like chicken. It looked like well, No, there was chicken inside. But, but the end, the it little. It didn't look right. End cap pieces were something different. Yeah. It was okay. Yeah, and the other thing I we noticed right away uh, that is apparently just what Chewy's does. I don't remember having chicken the first time I ever ate there before. But the chicken uh, flautas. Like in all the chicken dishes that we had today, well, with that meal, not today, they all just used like boiled chicken, not seasoned or anything. It was just like plain chicken. It, and but you know what? I like the, the fact taste. that I like the fact that you could tell that it was real chicken. It was big hunks of chicken breast. I mean, it was. I was impressed by that. Cause it was. I've been to some Mexican restaurants, and it's like, oh, you, you couldn't tell what kind of meat it was. But this way, you could you could clearly tell that it was chicken. Yeah, and the chili con queso was the winner of the appetizer plate because if mm-hmm. we didn't really like anything that was on there, all you had to do was jip, jip it, dip it in the <laughs> chili. <laughs> dip it in the chili. Just dip it in the chili con queso, and that made everything yeah, better. Yeah, it fixed it. It did. But it, it was did. good. The chili con queso had a bit of a kick to it, too. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I like that. Mm-hmm. And, but, yeah, you mentioned I got the chicken enchilada soup, and... Uh, how was that? Oh, uh, it sorry, all? it wasn't the chicken enchilada soup. It was the chicken tortilla, tortilla soup. soup. Yeah. I'm getting that mixed up with the Pecos Bill chicken enchilada soup that I just had last week. Um, it was very strange for a chicken tortilla soup. I'm used to like creamy, cheesy based kinds that usually are a little spicy. Uh, this one was very fresh. It had nice big hunks of chicken in it, lots of tortilla strips and a in a chicken broth with big hunks of avocado and tomatoes. Overall, it was ex- extremely refreshing uh was it spicy no not not at all it wasn't even the least bit spicy but and they top it um, with cheese yeah but in terms of a soup 
uh, I walked away from it thinking like, you know, that wasn't overly heavy. That was just a nice little appetizer, something that mm. wet my whistle at the same time, went along with my margarita very nicely. I'll say this. I, um, in general, wasn't overly impressed with the food that we got here. However, when I went back the second time with Linda, as I was saying, I ordered, I made a point to order the chicken tortilla soup because Craig raved about it so much when we were there the first time. The soup is amazing. This I would go back to Chili's just for the soup. Chili's? I mean, Chewy's. Sorry, <laughs> Chewy's. Um, there's so much flavor in it. I don't know if it's the broth or it's because it's the avocado. I mean, there's a lot of stuff going on in this soup. Maybe it's the combination of the cheese with the chicken broth. I'm not sure. But it is out of this world. I think it's possibly the best thing on the entire menu. I disagree. Because what I had, I would go back for. I would drive through the drive-thru and get the curbside service to pick this up and take it home. Okay. I had the Chicka Chicka Boom Boom. Okay. Which was the roasted chicken and cheese with Boom Boom sauce made with cheese, roasted New Mexican, green chilies, tomatillos, green onions, cilantro, and lime juice. Okay, so when it came to the table, there it is. The white sauce, my first thought, oh, it's like a little Mexican Alfredo, <laughs> right? I mean, it's a white sauce, but mm-hmm. oh my God, put it on anything. Was it really? Oh, it was, was good. Now, now I'm going to have to go back and try No, that. it was very good. I enjoyed it for ten ninety nine. I would, And it was a big plate. All the servings were large. They were They massive. were extensive yeah. um, to the point that I actually struggled with that. Now, we had a... I mean, well, I guess we can get into the food again in a second here, but we had a bit of an issue when we went there. We sat down and with with our drinks, the the server was very friendly, but we we were pretty hungry. It seemed like we were sitting there with our complimentary chips and salsa for quite a bit of a, a wait. I, was it? Because I remember be, feeling like I'm starving and just drinking soda after soda after soda. I think I had like two or three refills. And just sitting there waiting for our food. And then what happened was our server came out with our appetizers and our entrees at the same time. Or not the server, but the food runner did. And it was plates and plates to the point it took up the entire table. I don't know. Do we have a picture of the table filled with all of the food? Uh, There would not have been a wide enough lens for me to get the entire table with the massive amount of food on it. There was no room left on this table. And it was so... Maybe, well, I do. I get overwhelmed easily. But I felt very overwhelmed by that. Um, You know, feeling like I don't even know where to start. We've got this massive appetizer, but yet my entree's already there. How am I going to eat it before some of it cools off? Like, where do you even begin? And and plus, I had already, like, filled up on soda at that point. So I was also kind of like, it was so overwhelming for me. I almost kind of was just like, I don't even know if I want to eat it anymore. But, um It was a huge problem, and our server did, she realized it right away whenever she saw everything coming right at the same time, but also... Was I there at this dinner? I don't know how you weren't paying attention. (laughs) That's absolutely happened. Yeah, we literally, it wasn't all right at the same exact time, but we got our appetizers, and we weren't even finished taking the pictures of them, and and touched them, and then the entrees came right out after that, that. and... So then it was just all sitting there. You had to decide, am I going to start with my entree or should I start with the appetizer? That's already getting cold. And you could tell our server was kind of mortified that that happens because that's well, she, every... Yeah, she scolded the food runner yeah. right off. Right, well, in front of us, that was a little awkward oh, too. That's, but. that's every server's nightmare that mm-hmm. something like that happens because we were very nice about it. We didn't say anything and said, yeah, just bring it. We'll, we'll pick around. We'll do all that. 
But, I mean, if this was a, a fancier restaurant, a really nice restaurant, you're going out, you're trying to impress someone, and that happens, that's it, it could ruin a meal. Yeah. Well, it almost kind of did ruin the meal for me because, like I said, I was full on soda and then overwhelmed by the amount of food on the table. And um, maybe, uh, well, that's why I went back the second time to see if I could firm up my opinion because I thought maybe that experience had kind of tainted how I felt about it. But um, it turns out that it really didn't. I got the, what was the name of it again? I got their number one combination platter because I figured that would be a good... um, Cheese Tex-Mex enchiladas, chicken flautas, ground sirloin, crispy taco, guacamole, and tostada chips dipped in a chili con queso. Is that what you got? Yeah, and the way that you read it was kind of how I felt about it. Um, It was fine. It wasn't bad food at all. You got that the first time, right? I got it both times. I I got it with you, and then I went back and I ordered the same thing with Linda because I wanted to just make sure that it wasn't the experience that was, um, you know, tainting how I felt about it. Um. I'm not that crazy about the guacamole that they serve in this restaurant. Granted, I'm gonna I'm a little bit of a guacamole snob, and I I'm very very partial to Rocco's Tacos guacamole because I could exist on that stuff. It's so good. Um, this guacamole is just kind of it's very creamy and it's got texture to it. It's got the you know still some chunks of avocado in it, but it tastes so bland to me. And then if you order guacamole like as an appetizer to eat with your chips, it also has pieces of lettuce in it which i found strange um see i enjoyed their guacamole here i'm also i mean i think everyone who eats any food can say they're a bit of a snob about the food that they choose to eat uh in terms of guacamole yeah it wasn't the best i've ever had but um you're you're right it was it did have that creamy factor to it it had that blandness to it but i think a lot of times with guacamole people try to put a lot of salt in it to mm -hmm. cover up the the real taste of the avocado in there and you know eating salt on something and not being able to taste what it actually is that it might you know be a little bit more zestier but at the same time you're not getting those true flavors so uh i I thought that it did a good job of representing what a a nice homemade not going too crazy with the seasoning guacamole would be yeah well it's definitely not crazy with the seasoning it's very basic you know lime guacamole uh, or lime avocado and apparently some lettuce. There, there you go. Gotta um, get those greens. The the taco again. It was a good taco, but it was like any taco I would eat on family taco night. I didn't find anything very you know like outstanding about the taco. It was a taco. It was a good taco. There's no problems with the taco, but it wasn't you know. Was it a taco? It it was. Guess what? It was a taco. Say taco again. Okay. <laughs> But it wasn't anything Talk that made me go, wow. Um, the chicken flautas, again, they were done well. And when I had them with Linda, it was actually done better. Didn't have the weird things on the end that you were talking about. It was just straight chicken. But again, it was not seasoned chicken. It's kind of, I've, they, they, when they're discussing their menu, they talk about the flavors and all of that. I just felt like there was a lot of things um, that I ate while I was there that didn't have as much flavor. Um, contrary to that. There are some things that had a lot of flavor, like the chili con queso that comes with the tostado chips. That was really great, really great. Had quite a bit of kick to it, not like burning my mouth. I'm having to drink water all the Let's time. Let's talk about their good. chips. I enjoyed the chips. Sometimes oh, I yes. go to Mexican restaurants and the chips are greasy or nasty. These were a little on the salty side, but I enjoyed them. I, they were I thin. did. I love a very thin chip. 
Yeah, they're extremely thin, very crisp. I thought it was a really good balance, um, you know, with the the being fried and the salt and mm-hmm. all of that. I will say I like their chips better than I like Rocco's chips. But, um, yeah, and then the cheese Tex-Mex enchiladas. I don't know. I just didn't. Didn't feel it? I wasn't feeling it. The, um, Sorry. <laughs> the tortilla was just kind of, I don't know, a little bit soggy and. I don't know. It was not bad. It just wasn't something that made me go, oh, I love this. The chicken tortilla soup made me. Really? I loved that soup. Loved it. But nothing on my uh, plate, which was their number one combination. Comida deluxe. It didn't send me home singing, that's for sure. What about you, Craig? Well, before we go on to mine, I almost wanted... Teresa, you didn't talk very much on yours besides you liked it, but can you go into a little more depth on the actual flavors and the chicka boom boom sauce cause they, or whatever it was called? Because they well, promised it was, that it was going to be spicy, but was it? Did you try it? No. No, you, I didn't you offer didn't you share. Any. I didn't share it. It was good. I enjoyed it. It did have a little kick to it. It was a little spicy. It wasn't over the top. Oh, my God, my mouth is burning spicy. But it did have a bit of a... Um, a residual kick at the end, you know, that kind of comes back after you've stopped eating something and go, ooh, that was, let me keep eating because it is a little spicy. It was very creamy. The, the, the sauce itself wasn't um, chunky or lumpy or funky in any way. But you could taste the lime, you could taste the onions, the cilantro, you could taste everything in there, which I like. I like to be able to taste the different layers of what I'm eating. I don't want to just have a hodgepodge of, you know, this is what it is. The um, the chicken itself was, like you said, unseasoned, just like all the other chicken. But I like the fact that it was actual chicken. Mm-hmm. I like the fact that um, the sauce was there to soak to, it up. To soak it up, yeah. yeah, that really helped a lot. And um, what else was on the plate? Refried beans. Oh, you had the refried mm-hmm. bean, beans, which beans. I really liked. Um, the rice the was rice. good. Was I'm not a big fan of. Uh, Mexican rice. I mean, it's okay. I'll eat it if I'm extremely hungry, but I'll leave it. But the rest of the food was so, there was so much of it that there was no reason for me to eat the rice. Yeah. That was you the don't one leave thing I this left. restaurant hungry, that's for no. sure. No, you don't. Well, but it was good. That's good to hear. I mean, I was really hoping that this would be a nice spicy dish because I like spicy dishes. And, I mean, it had a little kick to it, but yeah. it wasn't. And I love spicy. I, I love it where. I'm in pain at the end of the meal. <laughs> I'm okay with that. I do. I like. I like a big. Woo! This is killing me. It's so good, spicy. And this was. This was okay. It wasn't. Okay. It wasn't the spiciest thing I've ever eaten. Yeah. Well, I, uh, as I've already said once on the show, I have an affinity for Elvis. Uh, so I had to go with one of the Elvis-themed dishes on the menu: the Elvis combination platter. Uh, I believe that's what the name for it is. If someone could help me out, it is because the Elvis Presley Memorial Combo. Thank you. Yeah, wow. I don't have a menu, so I can guess what's on my plate again. I, I already can forgot. Tell you what's on your plate? Can you please? Beef Tex-Mex enchilada, cheese ranchero enchilada, chicken tomatilla enchilada, a seasoned ground sirloin crispy taco, and homemade tostada chips dipped in chili con queso. Okay. Yeah. So. Yeah, I had mine was so big that they had to give me two plates to put all of my stuff on uh, the taco and the chips on a separate plate from all the enchiladas. And uh, I'm already right away. I'm right on board with UJL about the tacos. They were decent, but it's not anything that I can't 
make it home better myself. And I'll even go another step further. I'd rather just go to Taco Bell and get a 79 cents taco uh, that's made with, you know, the finest of whatever meats they use there to make their tacos. Uh, it just didn't leave me that impressed. The uh, the tortilla chips dipped in the chili con queso again. Good. Oh, God, those, they're heaven. They need to have a platter where it's just all of those, just lots of chili con queso dumped all over everything, and that would be fantastic. I would love that. Um, in terms of the actual enchiladas, themselves uh it was kind of 50 50 for me i don't really like the green sauces so that one hurt right away especially having the the boiled chicken on the inside too so it was just it didn't really sit well with me uh the fact that uh, it had the cream uh not cream cheese the sour cream on top that helped with the flavor a lot but overall i could leave that and then the other two enchiladas uh they weren't bad again but they it also just wasn't up to par with what I like. I could go to a dive Mexican restaurant uh, right down the road from my house and get a lot more authentic Mexican style. I know Tex-Mex Mexican, not technically the same thing, but I could get better enchiladas at other places for a more reasonable price or just make them myself um, and be a lot more satisfied. But at the end of the day, uh, it's it also came down to, I, I just chose this because of the name not really because of the the items that were actually in it if i would have chose for what i personally wanted i probably would have went with the chicka chicka boom boom boom, uh, just because of the spicy factor i really like that so uh more shame on me for getting something that wasn't completely right up my alley uh so i didn't really give it a fair chance but uh you know at the same time i wouldn't say that this is tex-mex that will appeal to everyone you have to have a certain style of flavor to really get into the food here. Well, they've got a lot of different choices that we didn't even go into. The Elvis green chili fried chicken. Um, They've got some veggie options. They've got um, salads. They've got the big-ass yo-face burritos. (laughs) Yes, big-ass yo-face. That's the name. (laughs) Maybe my face. I don't know whose face. I got ponchos, special nacho, your choice, fajita. Okay, that sounds good. I got regular nachos. I'm I'm a sucker for just plain nachos piled high with all the fixings. Mm-hmm. That is usually a go-to thing for me, and I would probably like it here because now that I've seen what their chicken looks like put on that, I think mm-hmm. it would be pretty good. Um, quesadillas. They've got uh, several different types of tacos, and then they've got eight or nine combination plates that you can choose from. Now, we didn't get any that day, but they do have a number of desserts. And I did get one the second time that I went back with Linda. I got the tres leche cake. And I will tell you, this did make me sing. Um, I, tres leche cakes, it's cake made with three different kinds of milk. I don't remember all of them, which makes me feel embarrassed. I should know that. But I know one of them is condensed milk. Um, and then they have caramel drizzled on top of it. And it is mouth-wateringly i mean just it's so good there's not words for how good this cake is um was it that good it was really good it was only runner up to the chicken tortilla soup it's really really high up there i think that's kind of what my um my feeling was with this menu in general they have some things that are really fantastic but then they have a lot of things that are just pretty what i consider to be average again not bad food but not something that I 
you know, if I'm wanting to have some a, an enjoyable dinner where I'm really hungry and I want food that just completely satisfies me, this would not this would not be my pick. Yep. Um, in terms of specialty diets, uh, special sorry, special dietary accommodations, they do have a few vegetarian options, as you mentioned. Mm-hmm. They usually have about one vegetarian option in each section of the menu. Um, so vegetarians, you've got some choices. That's good. And they're all uh, designated right there on the menu for you. But um, vegans have it a little bit tougher. Basically, you can do a vegetarian enchilada and then just ask them to do that without the cheese. But other than that, you're kind of up a creek because there's a lot of cheese in pretty much everything that they make. And they can't always – some of what they're serving comes uh, – pre-made and they can't alter it for yeah, you yeah bring your own vegan cheese <laughs> i guess something like that they um, make it huh they make it oh i know we bought it stella threw it away she didn't she's like this she wasn't into it well you know she's vegetarian mm-hmm. turning into a vegan on her 14th birthday supposedly so we bought some vegan cheese last week and brought it home and you the, know the diet cheese is that what you got I don't know. It was it was labeled vegan cheese over in the produce. Okay, it might be diet cheese. We've got it at my house. My kids won't touch it. It looks Sorry. like uh, is it? I don't know what it's made of. I don't even look. I'm not sure. But it doesn't melt. It doesn't do anything. I think it's sorghum. It's something funky. And she's like, "This isn't cheese." I said, "Well, then maybe you should rethink the whole vegan <laughs> vegan at 14." You know, I'm gonna have to cancel the bumper stickers because <laughs> vegan at 14, I don't think it's gonna happen. Oh, so, my. well, I um, I like that phrase. Other what, than, vegan of 14? Yeah. Well, can I talk about the drinks? Yeah, go Since ahead. Since I got one. Oh, yeah, um, you said they're in drank your little heart out. I had one margarita. I had one house <laughs> margarita that I believe was six ninety nine. Um, that you know was made with the bottom shelf tequila. Nothing fancy at all, uh, but it was good. You could taste the tequila. I don't know why I'm trying to talk faster than I need to. Uh, you, you could taste the alcohol in it, which is always good with any drink, because what's the point of getting it if it's just all sugar and sweet, You're wasting your money? Um, but they did have a wide variety of different margaritas that they offered, as well as any other mixed drink, uh, you know, lots of cerveza on there. So overall, their drink menu, I think the prices were good, and uh, it, the margarita was really excellent. I would have had more if I didn't have to drive. And Do you uh, think it's good enough to go and hang out in the Chihuahua bar? Uh, Which they do have there, by the way. I think we have a picture of that, correct? The Chihuahua bar. Where was the Chihuahua bar? It was. We we blew past <laughs> it into the room with the palm trees. Ah, uh, <clears throat> okay. I remember. Yeah. The Chihuahua yes. bar is like Chihuahua right there on bar. the left when you first there it enter. Is. Yeah, that's the Chihuahua bar. Um, no, I'm, I'm very picky about where I'll go and sit there and have a couple drinks if I'm going to go there. I could list that like literally in on my five fingers on places that I would actually go and do that. So I'm very selective about that. This uh, This is not one. I would never, there's probably no restaurants out there that I would ever say that I want to do that. I would rather go to a place that is more specialty about the beers or the drinks that they make and not really about the food. So I can't really recommend. What if you come here and you're waiting for a table, go in there and get a drink, I think. Sure. And that might be a good option in the evenings because it can get busy there at times. I did take my my kids there once and we had to wait quite a bit. Granted, we didn't go and hang out in the Chihuahua bar, but um, you know, for somebody who can, that doesn't have children, that would be a really good option. I would think. I would think. Yeah. Uh Well, what, what's your opinion about the service? 
Uh, the service, besides what we already mentioned with the server, not being able to keep track of where the food runners were and all that. I mean, otherwise, everyone was very friendly, very nice. I don't think we ran across anyone who was a sour puss uh, at all. But, yeah, I, I can't. I really can't argue on how everyone was there. You know, I give it a thumbs up. I mean, it. I thought it went well. I thought uh, our drinks were always full. Our, she was always very nice. I thought it was fine. Yeah, I agree with that. Um, the host staff was very, very friendly, which is always great when that's the first. That's your first impression, and um, they always act like you're. They're glad you're there. Our server was great. When I went back with Linda, we had another girl, uh, Jennifer, and she was really fantastic very knowledgeable about the menu as well making suggestions and um linda asked you know kept asking her questions because linda was actually very concerned about the food being too spicy mm-hmm. um she she likes things with flavor but she likes it a little bit more mild and okay. um she was really helpful as far as you know helping her um guiding her to make a good a choice for her palate and um Oh, I guess that's something else to throw out there. If you don't like spicy foods, there is still quite a bit on the menu that you can um, enjoy. So, but yeah, I I feel like um, you know, other than the the food runner issue uh, with the food coming out all at once, everyone was very friendly, mm-hmm. um, checking up on us with the the manager, making sure we're having a good time and everything. Nope. They're they're definitely attentive. I did sure. not feel neglected at all. No, no, no not at all. But I mean, it also goes with the environment of the restaurant. Like it's it's just a, a fun atmosphere to be in. So usually, whenever that's the case with it, uh, everyone else can be in a good mood, and mm-hmm. uh, you know, it's we we've already said it's very entertaining. Like stuff like uh, depending on where you're sitting, you could sit there and watch some little lady make fresh tortillas Handy all tortillas. day and stuff like that. So. Whenever everyone's in that good atmosphere and good environment, I think it's just it really makes a big difference about how the service is going to be. And I can't the other experience I had at the other Chewies, it was kind of the same way. Everyone was just happy and in a good mood. It's Chewies. Yeah. It's five o'clock somewhere. Yeah. yeah. And you'll have a good time. I mean, the food, choose wisely. But um, it's a it's a good place to eat. Yeah. I'll, well, go, I'll go back. I'll go back. You So you give it the... Smiley spatula, even though we don't have our spatulas. I do give it a smiley spatula. Smiley lip gloss. <laughs> um, no, I give it this, uh, I give it a thumbs up. I had no problem with the place. That's People I ate with were kind of dogs, but other than that, you know. Oh, thank you. She's well, lovely. I know you uh, really got a kick out of all of the fun T-shirts that they also yeah, had in there. I, well, I noticed all the white staff was wearing different shirts. And at first I thought they were just wearing their own shirts. And then it dawned on me that they were wearing Chewy's shirts, but they were all different. And I didn't know until we got ready to leave that uh, you could purchase. And I purchased because, you, you know, no day is complete without purchasing something. A lot of them have a lot of really good humor on them. Yeah, they're funny. They're funny. I enjoyed them. Oh, yes. Uh, and, you, the, yeah, you can purchase them there. You also can purchase them online on their website. Really? Yep, oh, cool. they have a shop oh, cool, that you cool. can go in and get your own Chewy's mm-hmm. shirt. With t- it's got takes on all the Like, they have a Star Wars uh, yeah, they did. Oh, they've got Star Wars, Minions, Back to the uh, Future. Back to the Future. My favorite one that I don't know if it's strictly for uh, the Orlando area, but uh, if you're watching the video, you can see it in the bottom left-hand corner. It's like a picture of a greenhouse that is very reminiscent of the Walt Disney World uh, castle logo that they have, and it says in like Disney style font where your Tex Mex dreams come true in oh, Orlando, Florida. Cute. So I like something like yeah. that. Yeah. 
Yeah. And I think that's reflective of the whole personality of the place. It's right. just really fun, very energetic. <clears throat> Excuse me. Yeah, I um, I give it a smiley face because I will go back there. And it's got enough uh, good things about it that, you know, I enjoy my time there. Um, I guess it's just the the bit about... Again, the food isn't bad, but it wasn't something that made me go, wow, I love this. It's fantastic. Well, you know what? The pricing, though, for the price, it was it was wow to me. I mean, because you, you could go in there. Now, if I went in there and spent $20 a plate, mm-hmm. I would say I'm not going back. If I went in there and spent $5 a plate, I would have been wowed. Mm-hmm. So it's just, it's you know, it's basic menu, basic prices. I think it has a lot to offer, so... What about you, Craig? I probably won't go back to the International Drive location, um, but I would actually, especially if I'm st- if I'm staying on Disney property specifically, uh, I would definitely hit up the one on 192. I had a great experience over there at that one in terms of the the service. The food was very delicious and on point. Not that this one is is bad, but yeah, I just I had a better experience over on that one. Uh, I. I I wouldn't necessarily skip it if you've heard about Chewy's because they are huge in Texas and other and people places. people love and, them. Oh, yeah, they love them. This is like a, this is almost like going out to California and hearing that you need to eat it like an In-N-Out burger or get Pink's hot dogs in L.A. It's kind of like that almost in a Texas sense of, okay, well, oh, if you okay. got to find a Chewy's. So uh, from my understanding, and I definitely would seek it out at one of the ones down here. Um just my personal opinion, I think the one on the least busy side of town is, is that a the little only better. two in the Orlando area. There is one more. I think they in added Orlando. one more at the Loop potentially. So yeah. none up my way, none up no. this way. Okay. There's one more somewhere around here, and I'm not sure where it is. But I want to say the Loop down yeah. in Kissimmee. All right. Well, I think that kind of wraps it up for this week. Unless yeah. you guys have something else to say. No. All oh, right. Ole. All right. Well, we're gonna see you all. <laughs> Ole. <laughs> that's great just start singing three caballeros here um so we'll see you all next week for some fun we are going to be taking you miniature golfing at pirates cove mini golf on international is that what we're gonna be doing we are oh i can't wait that's always (laughs) the day craig's camera broke oh i remember that oh yeah (laughs) you'll have to come back next week to find out what that's all about should be a good time Awesome. Well, we'll see you then. All right. And with that, we'll say trip out. Taco Cat spelled backwards is Taco Cat. Someone should make a shirt that says that. 